Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Burn the Ship, the podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to go all in and connects them with professionals that can help them do it. Yes, today's guests are Juliana and Lorena with Reach Chiropractic. So um, thank y'all for coming. I'm excited. I was talking about it all week. I was excited for y'all to come in. Thanks Happy for having to be us. Here. Yes, I wanted y'all to meet everyone because I know that y'all know, you know, Roderick, you've heard of Amanda and now you know Kelly. Yes, and so now we've seen the awesome. new space, which is awesome. Yes. You guys have really grown. Yes. Well, thank you. Yeah. So, well, first tell us where, where y'all located. Um, like, how did you get to where you're at and where'd you go to school? Sure. So we are, um, we have a chiropractic practice in Kennesaw right off, right off of uh, Barrett Parkway. We went to Life University. Um, we're two years apart. We're sisters. We're two years apart. So I graduated, uh, got a job as a intern doc or exam doc while she was finishing up. And then we knew we wanted to open a practice together. Um, so as soon as we as soon as I was offered an opportunity at the other office, it was like, okay, time to make some tough decisions. Do I want to move forward and, you know, have the security and the confidence of really having somebody back me up or do I want to uh, go all in? And we went all in. Yeah. yeah. And gave my two weeks notice. Well, it's really funny because it? we actually took a family trip to Spain and then I was a year away from graduating. She was still working as an intern at this intern, but by yeah, then you were an associate, an, I guess. Yeah. And um, I set her down. I was like, listen, we have this dream of opening a practice together. We've always talked about it, and we're either going to go all in then or we're not. And if we are going to go all in, we need to start planning like now. So that week, which we're a year out, um, we came up with the name Reach Chiropractic because we wanted to reach the community um, and make an impact. And then we started creating a business plan, started looking for a spot, and then we found, um, you know, we wanted to stay in Kennesaw. Because yeah. we grew up in this area. And then we started coming up with the money. We don't know still how we came <laughs> how up with the happened. money of opening a practice. But, you know, when you have a dream and you want to do it, you just kind of like pave mm-hmm. the way. And you just. And yeah, the trip was in April, beginning of April, spring break. So I came back in, gave my two week notice at my job. And I think we did burn the ship. Literally. I mean, and then, so that was April. By September, we signed a lease. December, our build-out was ready. And that February, we had our ribbon cutting. So it was really just boom, boom, boom. And y'all did a lot of the work yourself, right? I saw pictures while I was helping you with your slides. And I didn't know that. Yeah, it looks great. I mean, we don't have have a lot of money. We didn't take out a business loan. Mm -hmm. Um, So we came up with, like, you know... I don't know, like $20,000 yeah. to like do this build out and, eat, and our space is around 1,300 square feet. So we literally had to come up with ways to like do it on our own. So I think like and the backsplash, not backsplash, whatever that's called. Like our, the wall behind our front like desk. Like accent wall? Yeah, yeah we painted that ourselves and then mm-hmm. everything else, like we bought a lot of the frames in our office, like from like Facebook Marketplace and we just made yeah. it happen and then we hung shelves I mean we did as much as we could you did the labor so you yep. didn't have to pay the labor cost absolutely. <laughs> absolutely and we had a great contractor too um we were very upfront we're like okay this is how much we have this is what we don't know how to do 
can you help us get to where we need to so we can open? Um, and then there were things that he's like, okay, I'm not going to do this because you guys can figure this out. So it was really good. He, we had great communications. We set the expectations right up front. And he knew, you know, that once we ran out of money, we ran out of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he worked with us. He guided us, put us in connection with uh, the right people, what we had to do. And that was it. Yeah. And it, and then, you know, when you open a business and I guess like every business owner knows this, it, you can't just open the door and expect people to come in. And so we had our ribbon cutting, but we were already out there in the community, shaking hands, kissing babies. Yep. And right. so <laughs> that year, it's interesting because February we had our ribbon cutting, but I was still in school and I didn't actually graduate till June. So that I was like doing both. I was running a business and trying to wrap up school. So I was literally like burning the candle at both ends it felt like and so and then yeah but you know you want something you work hard you put in the effort Mm -hmm. it pays off like you if you and we were networking work. while we were doing our build out. We didn't even wait until, you know, we had That's a building. Smart. We yeah. started yeah. networking um, right away. It was awful at first. It was <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah, we felt like babies. We felt like yeah. we had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> but, you know, once we started and we told people what we were doing and we were we were very honest. We're like, listen, this is our first networking experience. We don't know what to expect. People really just take you under their wings and they're like, you know, this is what you should do. This is the next, the next me. So as long as you're out there and sharing your dream and your passion, yeah, they, they admire it. You know, other business, business professionals, other entrepreneurs, they admire what you're doing because they've done it. Right. So it was it was a fun experience to respect so, the grind right mm-hmm. yeah absolutely um so what would you guys say with growing your business what has been the most important skill that you've learned that you would recommend to these up-and-coming entrepreneurs that are listening to us what's one of the biggest things oh my gosh we've learned that change is constant so yeah. you cannot get attached to like to anything because you need to change Be all able the to time. Adapt. Mm-hmm. adapt. Yeah. Adapt, adapt. That's like the one constant mm-hmm. is that you have to change. Like you have to grow, yeah. you have to innovate. And literally I think our office, our systems and procedures in there is literally yeah. changing every quarter. And yeah. then also you have to learn how to be a good leader because at some point mm-hmm. you're either leading your community, you're leading a team in your office, or you know you are at some point leading somebody. And so you have to learn how to lead and be able to respect and listen. You, you should listen to criticism uh, when it's you know given with good intention. And I think that yeah. that's been the one thing, like especially for me, because I I was always very stubborn. Stubborn, hard-headed. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I like we have we've had a few team members that I didn't really get along with, and it was difficult learning process to yeah. lead with love. And I think if you have a team that is not going where you need to, they're not doing the thing that you want or whatever, responding, it's on. It's always on you. If you're not growing, if your business is not growing, it's always on you. So mm-hmm. that is like the. I think that's the one thing I learned the most is yeah. taking ownership of the things that go well, but also the things that go wrong. It's never anybody else's fault. Mm-hmm. It's all on you. And I think we've also learned that, uh, and I say this to Julianne all the time, that, you know, 
don't try to make fetch work. If it's not working, <laughs> we need to let it go. Whether yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so I tell her all the time, like not working. We just you got to be okay with letting go, mm-hmm. and that comes with patients, with clients, with other people you partner up with. It is not our job to convince anybody of doing anything with us. Our job is to just share the passion, educate on what we do, and move on. Mm-hmm. Serve. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, and serving. And that's been true with our team too. There are certain things that we're like, okay, it's not happening. Even tasks and roles that we need them to work on, that we need to st- take a step back and just be like, okay, we got to reassess because this isn't their calling. We just, it's just not going to work. Um, and then being a small business, when you start out, you know, you can't afford to pay them, you know, what they think they're worth. And some people are worth, you know, $50 an hour, mm-hmm. but you're not there because you're just opening up. So they need to support you and see the passion behind what you do and want to be there. Because when you think about it, they could go work at Starbucks and probably make about the same amount of money mm-hmm. or, but it, as long as they support you and they're behind the mission. Mm-hmm. So knowing yeah. the, mission, the mission, what the purpose of your business is and just living that out, that's how you build. Um, and it's that funny team because we actually, when we opened, we, we didn't know what our mission was. We no. actually like, and I think your mission, it's okay if you don't come up with it right off the bat, right? Because like it should be something that really means something to you. Mm-hmm. So we've actually- And it can evolve. And evolves, yeah. Because you evolve mm-hmm. and you adapt. So we actually worked on our mission, I think, for almost like two years. Yeah. And we finally have our mission down. And it's true to like our core, our values, like who we are. And now before every team meeting, we say our, one of our team members yeah. say it. Um, and so it is like ingrained in us. And so you walk that out all day throughout the office when you're meeting people. And for us, like knowing your mission and just living out your mission, it makes sure that you stay on focus and stay on, it keeps you yeah. on task. Because yeah. at the end of the day, there's so many decisions that you got to make, right? And we went through this, like, that you get decision burnout. It's just even if it's tiny little things, you know, like, should I buy this kind of paper or another? But it adds up throughout the day. But when you know what your core values are and what your mission is, the question is, is this going to push me towards the mission? Yes or no? The decision gets easier. So then it just becomes, you know, on it's just default. Mm-hmm. You know, Natural. right off the bat. Exactly. Oh, well, it's not going to push me forward. Not going to move. Not going to spend the time, the money, the energy yeah. um, on that. that actually- and that's rough. Do you guys That's mind hard. sharing with our listeners what your mission statement is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so our mission is to reach our community, helping them reach their God-given healing potential through neurologically-based chiropractic care. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that. And we say that literally every morning. Every morning. And it's always, you know, okay, are we serving? Are we serving out of abundance? Um, are we doing this out of love? And it's just, it, it gets easier and it makes work fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Sure. So you guys definitely got out of school and went right into this. What would you, what made you want to be a chiropractor? So like what's the backstory? <laughs> oh, okay. So I'll be quick. Sounds like a good story. It's a good it's, story. It's but It's not that good well, of a story. It's just that <laughs> like she knew what she wanted to do. I'm the little sister. And so it's funny because my cousin, my little cousin actually asked me this the other day. And he's like, how did you know you want to be a chiropractor? And I was like, 
That's a great because question. Because Lorraine and Yeah, me. I would have been like that. Absolutely. I actually had no idea what I wanted to be. Uh, but I'm so grateful yeah. that my path is chiropractic. Like, I'm grateful that you knew what you wanted to do and I just that followed. Follow. <laughs> yeah. It's okay because now I follow her on her thing. So, yeah. you know. So then how did you um, know? So I knew I wanted to do, I wanted to be in healthcare and I wanted to work with families and I wanted to work with kids. So in high school, I thought I wanted to be a pediatrician. I had no idea what chiropractic did, what any, I had no idea what they did. Um, And then my senior year, we dissected a pig and we were learning uh, the nervous system. And I was just in awe. I was just like, oh my gosh, I love this. <laughs> Fell I love, in love the with the brain, it. the spinal. Co- I know it's weird. I love looking at yeah. dead pigs. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. So I walked up to our teacher and I asked, I was like, hey, is there a profession? And she she told me she, you know, she pretty much said chiropractic. So it's funny because she knew chiropractic from our mission and not just pain. So she told me to tour Life University. And I did. I fell in love. I filled out the application on the spot. Um, but up until then, I thought I was just going to do chiropractic. You know, you get so busy in the books and, you know, what you got to do that I forgot about the nervous system and really the power of the body, you know. And my our mom was diagnosed with something called trigeminal neuralgia, and she went through multiple doctors trying to find pain relief. Uh, the AKA for trigeminal neuralgia is the suicide disease because the pain is so severe. Oh, It'll wow. cause patients to have suicide thoughts. Yeah. So the last resort was brain surgery. So she was already talking to neurosurgeons. They were going to open up, snip that nerve. But there's a very, very high risk of losing um, sensation and then motion on the side that they operate mm. on because yeah. they can also cut the wrong branch of the nerve. And one of our colleagues told us she should try a neurologically based chiropractor. And we were like, what? Um, So we were very early on in school and she did. And it absolutely changed her life. And this was about 13, 14 years ago. I saw saw my mom's life go from an spectator just watching and actually being a participant in our lives because she had to take a step back. She was just in so much pain. She didn't have quality of life and it changed her life. It wasn't an instant. It was a process. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was when we knew, okay, this is our mission. The public, the community, they need to know the power of chiropractic. Um, And that's exactly what we do now. Our Our practice is a family practice. So we start off with telling every Every single person, you need to be proactive. You can't wait until something happens before you start taking a look at your, you know, just like your bank account, your finances, you know, your health. Got to be proactive. And then you need to make sure that um, you do something about it. You respect the natural process of things. And we see lives being changed every single day. Mm-hmm. I get to have, um, so my sister married another chiropractor yeah. <laughs> who is also in the office with us. So we're all family. My kids are in the office um, from time to time. And my I've husband heard that he keeps in. y'all in line. Oh, with your yeah. Starbucks <laughs> obsession is what I've heard so many as, times. <laughs> as we're doing Starbucks. He was like we're when I started there with them. When, when I, <laughs> he's like when I got there, the amount that they used to spend on Starbucks before I stopped yeah, them I was ridiculous. It's gotten better. It's gotten better. Yeah, it's still Hashtag pretty not ridiculous. sponsored by Starbucks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. As yeah. like the Cubs, <laughs> we're getting better. Funny. We're getting there. Not until we get paid for it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
no free promo. Turn this around. <laughs> another cup. Yeah, just a plain cup. But he's definitely an asset to the practice. Huge yeah, asset because yeah. we're both free spirits, and I don't know if you guys like are familiar with Dave Ramsey, and he like describes there's two different types of. Um, People, you know, there's the nerds and then there's the free spirits. The nerds are the ones that love to look at spreadsheets and numbers and loves to be like analytical budget. And then there's the free spirits, which are the spenders. Yeah. Both me and Lorraine are spenders. So <laughs> yeah. when we first started, we didn't have a budget. We just like if there's money in the account, we'd spend it. If there wasn't, we'd panic and then just wait for there to be money. <laughs> yep. We didn't even have a CPA. But then John, John Michael, Michael came along. Thank yes. God. And he like so he graduated. We dated like we dated for a year um, while he was still in school, and then he joined us like a year later. He came in and he was like he looked at our books and he's like this is a mess. <laughs> and we're like. Hey, we, oh, we, we have stayed a file open. folder with a whole bunch <laughs> yeah. of receipts in it, and, and we're, we're like, "Listen, isn't that what you've made it this far? It's working." Yeah. And so, but he's <laughs> he has kind of like fixed everything, and yeah. he loves doing it. So, it's great because he, her and I can be like the heart and serve and just yeah. like love on people, and he can keep us like on task. Like, hey, yeah. it's still a business at the end of the day. You can't just like go on feeling. You so know? he's the right. nerd. He's a hundred percent the nerd, and he's like proud of it. <laughs> Even now, we left the office. We were supposed to be there early to work on files and like oh, today but you yeah. weren't working on files i wasn't working on files. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we both walked in i grabbed files but i didn't work on any of them and then it was time to leave so i put it back but um, procrastination <laughs> yeah a little bit uh but we are we we're such passion and relationship people oh yeah my strengths are we just took our uh strength finders test my strengths are empath, uh, harmony, belief, positivity, and developer. So there's I can totally nothing, see that. Yeah. So there's nothing like analytical, which is John Michael's first first one. That's he's like my number thirty five. Deliberative too. Yeah. So he's like very deliberative. Is that mm-hmm. a word? Yeah. And analytical. <laughs> yeah. Mine is like thirty. My, yeah, my strength 30. number thirty is like uh, empath, which I'm not very empath, which is great that. We, she's the empath yeah. in, in between the three of us because me and Joe Michael have like no, like if she says There's she's sick, no, we're just like, yeah. drink some water, girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if, if one of us is sick, we know to go to Lorena to they, get they some do. sympathy. Like the mom of the office. Yes, yep. 100%. Yeah. I'm all like, Lola, go go rest. Go get a little bit of sun outside. And with the two of them, if I say, I'm like, man, I'm really drained. I don't know if it's the, the lights. And they're like, well, I've been here since like 5 a.m. <laughs> and it's like, I wasn't competing, guys. I was just working for a little. So now I just, I'm just like, you know what? Forget it. I'm just going to go outside. That's great. But yeah, we you balance take care of you. I do. And you. <laughs> And yeah. John Michael. They also tap, we also tap in and tap out, like literally tap in and tap out, depending on what the conversations are or what the issues that need to be like solved in the, in, in the office. Yeah. Well, because right now I'm pregnant and so I need a little bit more empathy. Yeah. And some days I'm just like really tired, I'm emotional. And so John Michael will get like tired of listening to it. So he literally taps her in so she yeah. can help out. He just puts a high, a, like a high five hand up and he's like, Lorena. And I'm like, I'm in. Let's switch roles and I jump in. So we make it work. That's That's awesome. awesome. (laughs) So do you guys want to stay like a small family-owned business or do you guys eventually want to expand and have like multiple locations or what's the game plan? So, you know, I don't think... No, I don't think we'll ever have multiple locations. I think... We will, I think, one day outgrow the space. We are already kind of outgrowing the space we're in now. Um, and then, obviously, our, our goal is to own our building and rent a, that out. Like, that's just, yeah. like, the business goal is to own our own space and 
you know, continue to grow in that sense. But for REACH and the mission of REACH, I think is to see as many families as we possibly can in the space that we're in and then grow into a bigger space. Um, But just keep it there, mainly because we love working together, the three of us. We don't want to split up. We don't have a desire to have multiple franchises and divide up like our mental space like that. Yeah, Mm. And I think the the dynamics are just so incredible between the three of us that when one of us is not in the office, already we see a shift, right? Uh, Yeah, so So, you're most valuable when you're all together. 100%. We've just grown to really work that way together Mm -hmm. and we know what each other's strengths are so we're really respectful with that and we're also really graceful with our weaknesses so being the three of us it just works really well um so we don't want to be yeah it's interesting because they tell you don't get into business with your family or your spouse and i literally went right in (laughs) (laughs) worked out great i actually highly recommend it because there's nobody else you can trust as you know if you have a good relationship with your family yeah like so i actually highly recommend it yeah but also our communications just yeah yeah we have really good communication that's awesome Mm -hmm. so you want to play a game (laughs) (laughs) this is our fun stuff even though the whole thing has been fun but (laughs) we have would you rathers Okay. okay. So this is, I'm asking this because of rattle trap. Mm. Hunt or fish? Hunt, 100%. Have you hunted? Yeah, I know you want yeah. to. Yeah. No, okay. I've been with John Michael a few times. I've just never killed anything. <laughs> can I pick neither and just watch? <laughs> you can watch. Send your sons out to go fish because I know they love it. So I know they love it. Um, yeah. Both require you to sit still and not talk or dance or jump or hop. So I just got to watch from the sidelines. I <laughs> forgot about the no talking part. Y'all yeah. love to talk. Yeah, but I, yeah. I nap. I nap on that tree stand. Like, I've had the best dreams up in the tree stand. It's great. It's really you at one with it, nature up there yeah. before you kill a deer. It's just very cold. But once you get past that, it's like, and then, yeah. yeah. And then your head kind of like. A little yeah. bit. <laughs> I'll get the fire pit going. There you go. There you go. That's what I'll work on. Bring your mom. I know she that, loves to make fires. Absolutely. Martina. Yeah. Martina, yeah. <laughs> um, so then another one, would you rather read a book or watch a podcast or listen to a podcast? I Ooh. love podcasts. I That's know. my jam. And yeah. I know you love books too, so yeah. I don't know. I think that if it's for personal development, podcast all the way. But if it's like vacation and you really don't want to think about anything or process or really you're not trying to learn, books. Where it's just like I'm just going to read and then I can just dump all of this before I get back to real life. So books for pleasure, podcast for education. Absolutely. Okay. Great way to put it. I love podcasts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I do too. Yeah, like I wake up and I just get like fed into. Yeah. Like when me and you were driving out to Rome, you're like, if you weren't in the car right now, I would be listening to a podcast. Yeah. I would be listening to like 10. Yeah. Which ones do you listen to? Oh, so right now, my husband and I actually like huge into bigger pockets. pockets. Oh, that's the one that you were telling me. Yeah, because it has to do with like real estate investing. And, um, you know, aside from our business, we really want to go into like real estate investing at some point, um, which we're already kind of dabbling into that. So we listen to that a lot. Uh, But then I also listen to a lot of Christian, um, like Jenny Allen. Things like that, but the main one we listen to on repeat is Bigger Pockets, which I highly recommend if that's something that you're interested in. Real estate, mm-hmm. that's huge. It's kind of changed our lives. Does I think. he mainly do real estate? 
Yeah, it's mainly because it is like Bigger Pockets is all about, I think, real estate. And so they interview a lot of people that have been just like regular Joes that are working, you know, nine to fives and they get into real estate and they just buy like multiple rental properties and they all of a sudden are making millions mm -hmm. and it's really inspiring. So they interview people like that that are just like regular people like you and me that have been able to um, kind of yeah. develop those like pa the multiple forms of like passive incomes mm -hmm. and so they interview those kinds of people so usually it's like that some of the inner some of the interviews are like jim quick which i also listen to that he's like a brain guy um and oh that was, it's you so were also good about that i one. love him <laughs> and he just gives you tips on how to improve like brain um function brain activity brain yeah that. like how to memorize he can actually memorize like 75 words like Right off the bat. I don't know. Okay, whatever. But y'all should listen to Jim Quick. He's got a great podcast, too. Now we need to get sponsored by Jim Quick. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's got a book out right now, too. I'm not going to plug his book in because no. I don't know him. <laughs> so if you guys weren't doing this, if you weren't in the chiropractic field, what else would you do? Okay, so I, I actually, it's funny because I, I think I'd be into something probably like graphic design, something like... Oh, you know that. I love that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love that too. And so, and I do a lot of the things for the office and I really enjoy it. Now that we've grown, it's become more of a burden to do it. But when we had time and we we're still, uh, we had more time in our hands, I enjoy doing our newsletters and our, even running our social media. I think I would definitely thrive in that environment. Um, but now I also can't see myself doing anything else besides chiropractic and yeah. it's so become like who we are. I yeah. know. I don't, I don't know what I And I, would... I don't think I'll ever retire. Yeah. Same. I'd love aspects of what we do in the office. Like, you know, taking x-rays and all that stuff, but I don't, I don't think I can't see myself doing something other than that. Right. Cause you've been, yeah. you were wanting to do it for so long. For so, exactly. I mean, we've recently remodeled our home, so I loved the part of redesigning things, not colors, not picking out. <laughs> and I actually thought about, I was like, man, I think like I would be really good. Kind of yeah. Making space useful and just being like, okay, this is wasted, you know, wasted 12 inches. Let's do something. So something like that I think would be a fun hobby, but I can't say that I could see myself. I could see you being at home with your kids. You love True. your kids. I like, do. And that's oh, technically Your kids job. are awesome. Yeah. But it, they are. I, I love are. hanging out with them. Yeah, they they're so cute. They're really good. Well, yeah, Josh is the older one, right? Yeah, so he goes to high he's school next funny. year. He's, he's like funny. one of these smartest. Like he's so smart. <laughs> yeah. Like we we do the um, tell me something you don't know, and I was telling him about that, and he like give me all these facts to tell people like, yeah. off, right off the top of his head. I'm like, Josh, like loves, yeah, yeah loves like watching documentaries. And I mean, he's my, yeah, we bond over that. And if you have a fish question, he knows. That's your guy. That's, That's like, like his passion. That blows my yeah. mind how much he knows about fishing as like a 13 year old. And yeah. And he like watches the YouTube videos and he knows all about it. Yeah. It's, blows me away. That's true. I would just, I would love being a mom, but then I'd be tired because I love being with people too. So yeah, yeah. You'd probably I just need serve to a church. Look, I just people. figured out your life. If something <gasps> went, you. If practice doesn't work out for you, <laughs> if you decide to fire me I'll on Monday, you, a job. you have a list of possible. You're gonna jobs. serve at church on the weekends. Okay. Get your bucket filled, and then during the week you're gonna. I can just stay home. Serve your family. Yes, because I love to clean, and she also says that she's like every time I call you, you're cleaning something. I'm like. 
I love she vacuums like my... every other day. Absolutely. I, I mean, do. maybe everybody does, no. but I don't. No. I don't. <laughs> Vacuuming is like are... a once a week thing, oh, I feel gosh. like. No. That's I was like, a... maybe that's the norm. It is I was like, multiple <laughs> times a week. We have, we're four people, four humans and two dogs in the office. And then we have like, in the office? I mean, at the house. <laughs> it's the same thing, office and house, all the same. But then they're in and out the entire time because we have French doors that open to the backyard. Yeah. So I just open it and then everybody's in and out, in and out. You know, the bugs are in and out. So I, I got to. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody has a dog that goes in and out, in and out. Anyways, yeah, moving on. Sorry. <laughs> I like to vacuum. Like to clean. <laughs> or I like to make them vacuum. That's better. <laughs> yes. So well, if you could tell our viewers one thing that made you burn your ship what is the best advice that you can give them? Just to take that leap, do it, go all in, like y'all did? I think it needs to, yes, but you need to know that you love it enough to wear, yeah. I was going to say something yeah. you're passionate about. Yes, yeah, something you have to be passionate about. Um, and, and that's, for yeah. me, that's it. I don't think there's anything career-wise that I am as passionate about as chiropractic and seeing healthy families and healthy babies and seeing miracles happening that people just, you know, they were not expecting. So that's why it was easy to burn the ship. Yeah, and I want to I think you burn the ship when you know for a fact that, like, this is what you want to do. It doesn't matter, like, what happens, what mm-hmm. comes next. Um, and you just kind of go for it. But I think that be careful to not, like, burn the bridges along the way like make sure that you (laughs) have mentorship make sure that you're prepared make sure you reach out like do your research before because i've seen a lot of people also just kind of like blindly go into things Mm -hmm. and it's like is this even what you really want to do and so i think that uh for us like we knew that that's what we wanted to do so for us it was a no-brainer but what you said about burning the bridges is really not burning bridges is really good because we've been in practice over five years right at our location we still have mentors that we talk to on a regular basis, multiple. We go to different conferences, an average of four to six conferences a year, where we mm-hmm. are completely submerged in chiropractic, in mission, in what we want to do, in business, all of it. So, and, you know, I don't see a stopping. It's the complete opposite. I feel like we keep finding other ways to just be submerged in what we love to do so to grow yeah i think yeah and i think building your community within your community Mm -hmm. i you can't expect to have success alone like i think that most people that are that do that i think they end up kind of like screwing themselves i don't know if that's love say but (laughs) um but i think the the smartest people that really get become successful is they have just like a community around them that, that of people that are calling them out or pouring them in, pouring life into them, pouring, yeah. you know, wisdom into them. And you need to have that. And so it doesn't mean that you have to have that right away, but but you should be looking into building that because you yeah. should be serving other people and then people having people serve you as well. And one of the things that our mentors always say is, you know, when you get up there, you send the elevator down, meaning we are always going back and like talking to students, serving the students, because at one point we were the students that we had people pour into us and telling us where to go next. And y'all go and talk at life sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. They call us to come out and talk and then we... we, And different events. um, Yeah, like I'll be talking um, to a conference in July to women. And so it's mm -hmm. always, you you have to make sure when you get to, to the top, 
don't think that you're like, oh, you're good. You don't need all the people at the bottom. Continue to pour yeah. down and pour into them so that everybody can, you know, the tide lifts all boats. That's awesome. awesome. That's a great way to put it. When mm-hmm. you get to the top, send the elevator back down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> well, we thank y'all for coming. For sure. Tell us again, you're on Bear Parkway. Right and- off of I-75 on Bear Parkway, there's a Joanne store for the ladies who like to craft. Yeah. There's a Golden <laughs> Cross next to it for the yep. people who like to eat. Home Depot for the boys in the back. That's right. So we got everyone covered. <laughs> boys backs for us shoppers. That's right. And then how can how can our audience reach you? Your um, you have a Facebook. Yeah. Instagram, so please follow that. us on Instagram. Um, we love to connect with people on there. It's Reach Chiropractic, and then we also have a Facebook page, and obviously. We have our email that everybody can reach out and our phone number, which is all in our Instagram and Facebook, Reach Chiropractic. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Do you guys have a website that they can visit? www.reachchiropractor.com, not Reach Chiropractic. Again, reachchiropractor.com. I love how you messed up on the W's, but English isn't our first language. It's our third. So there are certain things that, like, sometimes it's like, I don't think that's how you pronounce that. And it's so funny when you do that, I swear. (laughs) I know that we'll say something wrong. It's like, it sounds like it should be right, but it's not. Yeah, loves, my husband loves making fun of us for yeah. certain things we, certain words we say, we say very differently. Or names we can't pronounce. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, and thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for having us. We had a lot of good laughs and a really fun time. I always yeah. love y'all, so I'm happy. Thank I'm happy for having us. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Y'all stay safe.